Hey, 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 you know what time it is. Out with the old and in with the new. It's time for new ways of thinking, doing, and being. So join me now for another installment of Evolutions Podcast. Hey, 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 you know what time it is. It's time for another installment of Evolutions Podcast. So if you're listening, thank you so much, so, so much for tuning in. Um, we are continuing the whole femininity uh, talk. So today's episode, today's talk is going to be about... The divine shift, power, and the feminine essence. Sounds good, right? Sounds like the title of a thesis paper that might earn me my doctorate of divinity. I don't know. <laughs> so, last, well, week before last, we talked about uh, the return to femininity. And we kind of touched on the shift that I've noticed that's happening um where women are coming out of traditional feminism and actually embracing the some of the age old um credences and beliefs about the yin and the yang so age old divine wisdom about what it really means to be feminine and what it really means to be masculine outside of the constructs of modern society and the changes that um, progressions in technology has actually dictated to society. And so coming out of that and returning to this natural kind of biological state where we really feel our biological urges as not only human beings but we couple that with our new and well new and old but our evolved spiritual understandings even past religion and um past you know what grandma used to say which is which is wonderful but really kind of digging deeper inward and tailoring all of those things to um, a fuller understanding of self. So in doing so, um, this really creates a different dynamic where you have the ability to sit with yourself and to ask yourself the right questions that are in turn going to yield um, the right answers. A lot of times I think we haven't learned to ask the right questions in life and so we go on these really really long circumvented journeys and um we become frustrated when we don't receive what we believe to be the answers to the problems and questions that we have in our minds but this divine shift back 
is really about us asking the right questions to ourselves. And a lot of those questions we've been taught not to ask. I remember growing up and I used to hear this saying, don't question God. Don't question God. And I thought that is this, that has to be the dumbest thing and the most inappropriate thing or, or line of reasoning ever. Why wouldn't you question the, the being, the entity that you say has all the answers? <laughs> Makes no sense not to question God. He's, he seems like the perfect person or being to question. That would be the one I would go to first is to question God. Um, but the saying, don't question God, kind of exposes this deeper subconscious thing where we don't ask the, the right questions and we're definitely not asking them of the appropriate entities um, or people. And so one of the most impor- important people to ask the correct questions to is yourself. Um, before you go outside of yourself and seek answers from family and friends and gurus and you should examine and see what questions you've asked yourself are you asking yourself the correct questions and I think one of the main questions that women that are are discovering or rediscovering um the age-old wisdom of knowing and embracing the femininity one of the questions they're asking themselves is why am I why am I here why am I experiencing things that I I say that I don't want, but yet they keep appearing and I keep experiencing them in my life over and over? What is going to make me happy? That's another question. Why am I not happy? <laughs> Maybe the first question. But then again, what things are going to make me happy? Another question is, what am I afraid of? of what am I afraid of what am I not releasing myself or giving myself permission to have to be or to do and then why am I not giving myself permission so I'll just share a little bit of my journey which is still ongoing um when I first kind of began that self-questioning journey, I started with The Power of Now, which kind of, and that book is by Eckhart Tolle. It's a very famous book now. Oprah kind of exposed it and it's part of her book club. But years ago, The Power of Now became one of the first books that I read. It was actually recommended to me by a cousin. And he told me, hey we were having a discussion and he he's really sensitive about picking up on energies and I think what he said to me was just meant specifically for that part of me that was questioning where do I go next and he said this book read this book it's great for just beginning to open up your mind and he was absolutely right that book was the the crack in the door you know, to allow me to enter in to change and begin to shift my perspective and my thinking. And that book was only the beginning of a journey. But the power of now really helped me to get a little bit more in tune with myself 
and figure out why am I making the decisions that I'm making or why have I experienced or am I experiencing these particular things right now in my life? Why do I feel like I'm in turmoil? What is so uneasy about me? What am I missing in life? What lessons am I missing in life that's causing me to kind of remain in this really this stuck place um, where I'm not fulfilled, I'm not happy, I'm searching here, I'm searching there, and nothing is really panning out for me. And so reading that book really helped me to refocus and reshift uh, everything in my head and begin to ask myself the correct questions that led me deeper into really a journey of self. And I think that it really helped me to to dig deeper into a lot of things I did not know was there. Um, the dark night of the soul, which I thought I had already been through, but oh goodness, it really took it really takes courage to 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 really dive deep into self. It takes a lot of courage because it's like blasting off into terrains unknown. <laughs> really and um you have to be courageous because you don't know what you're gonna find there and you don't it feels sometimes like you're you're gonna be lost forever and like you're never gonna come back um but you're really just kind of exploring that universe of yourself and um you have to trust that god is always gonna lead you back kind of to the home planet (laughs) but while you're out there floating in space you feel fear frightened and you don't know if you're gonna survive but it's like you have to have the courage to believe that you will and so as I begin and delve deeper into that journey the questions got harder and the questions as they got harder the statements and the answers became harder and it was something that I realized that I have to deal with that I have to allow you know when things sound so bad like when you admit the truth sometimes your truth can sound really bad and it's not going to look pretty but as I asked myself those harder and harder and harder questions the answers became more complicated and more complicated and deeper and deeper and I realized I was delving deep into pathology and family history I was delving way beyond myself and I was taking a journey back through bloodlines and centuries and oh it was the weirdest if I if I would actually relay some of the experiences that I've had like within the last couple of years just personal experiences sometimes just in meditation and prayer and thought um not only just the epiphanies that comes came to me but the experiences that I've had it'd be like people be like okay she's crazy (laughs) um I've only like shared those with very close friends and family but I said all that to say that you gotta ask yourself the right questions and asking yourself the right questions propels you deeper and deeper and it's almost like you become self-guided the god in you begins to be your gps and you're going places and navigating terrain that you didn't even know was there you didn't think 
that you're supposed to be here you're supposed to be traveling this terrain but it's like you're being guided internally to the answers that you've that you've always sought and you have to trust the process when the physical you doesn't understand where you're going know that the spiritual you the god in you knows where you're going and where you're headed and that you just have to trust that process and and trust that you're going to be okay and you're going to always find your way back home and so the divine shift that's taking place um it first begins definitely with asking yourself the right questions um when we talk about power and the essence of the feminine a lot of times i think that women have shied away um from femininity because they believe that it's associated with being less than and with weakness and it's such a deception to cause you to come out of your identity um because the the negative entities that be know that your power your true power lies in really embracing your identity and so everything that misspeaks and seeks to deceive and um that seeks to gain power over you encourages you you to come out of identity because they know it's like coming out of your your position when you come out of your position you lose power and so power and the feminine essence is something that again has to be linked back together and we have to study femininity in order to learn the power of femininity because we've identified with um, other expressions that aren't feminine and identified power with these expressions. So feminism and um, some of the tenets of feminism actually encourage uh, you to mimic um masculine energy or what's perceived as masculine energy in a way um that supposedly empowers a disempowered woman but in actuality it's it's kind of like functioning outside of yourself you're never going to be able to operate in the true power because you're not operating in authenticity and so the power of one thing is not the power of another and it's kind of like racial dynamics even in this country coming out of your identity um and seeking to create another identity for yourself or to take on the identity of a group that you deem as oppressive does nothing to to um empower you if anything you're just mimicking um power dynamics or what you what you perceive as like a power dynamic but it's the same idea as femininity a horse doesn't you know mimic a cheetah in order to to run fast it doesn't look at the cheetah and be like well I'm going to mimic this cheetah because even though this cheetah may live in Africa on the Serengeti in completely different conditions and a completely different environment than I do, 
um, and it's built different, is a different animal. I'm going to mimic this cheetah in order to be admired as a fast animal, as a beautiful animal, as a glorious animal, or as a dynamic animal. If you saw a horse trying to be a cheetah, not only would it be shockingly inappropriate, but it would diminish the the beauty, the grace, and the power of um, and the speed and the all the other things that make that horse admirable to to look at and to see. It would diminish all of those characteristics because that horse is not operating, um, and its identity as a horse is trying to mimic what it sees that maybe it admires or is is admired already and in doing so it would take away from the beauty of that horse because it's not being authentic to itself so horse's beauty and grace and its ability is different from a cheetah's and that's completely okay because a horse occupies its own space and its own place in the animal kingdom that is a place that can't be taken or mimicked by any other animal. And so once we understand that as women operating in our feminine is really not about comparing ourselves to the masculine in any way. Um, it really is, a, is about embracing authenticity and in redefining what it means to be a woman for ourselves and our own self-definition and not what people or society or you know the powers that be or social media or any other entity tells you you should be or this is how you should act or the inter comparisons between women of different races and um, all of these different things really understanding that femininity is about an essence and energy and a place and a space that cannot be occupied by any other being and that that place and that space is so important to the balance of not only earth but the universe itself and that <laughs> women really and feminine essence is a um, influence that goes beyond power over. It's an influence that really subtly can change the very course of not only human history, but the course of the worlds. <laughs> so, again, I think coming to this understanding and redefining power as we perceive it is really going to help to shift our thinking about what femininity really is. Um, we've been taught that power over is the only way. And if you, if you don't, if you're not exhibiting this power over and masculine traits that you are powerless. And again, the whole concept of femininity has to be re um, shaped and a different perspective has to be formed and a true courage to embrace your individual truth as a woman has to be there 
it takes courage to be who you are. It takes a lot more courage to be who you are um, and to live in truth than to create false personas and live in those personas. Um, I know that the way that the, 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 the course that the world is on is definitely not a good one. And it's going to take us doing something drastically different from what we've been doing in order to get different results. And sometimes your understanding doesn't come first before you start doing a different thing. Sometimes we we think that we have to fully, completely understand all the concepts and the path and the way before we start walking in it. And sometimes the wisdom and the truth and the understanding are unfolding, ever unfolding before us as we walk and that we can't not start walking and not start changing and not start doing things differently because we don't necessarily understand everything that's happening and how things should look and how things should be and what it should feel like. Sometimes we just have to start walking. And I think that's the shift that's happening. Women are saying the way that things are, 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 is not working. And the way we've been doing things as women, it's not working. And we see the results in our communities and our families and our children and in the men and in the world. And we must realize women don't just outnumber men three to one or whatever these statistics are about how women physically outnumber men we've always kind of related that to you know just strictly sexuality and mating and biological the biological uh differences differences between men and women when it comes to having children and all this kind of stuff and repopulation of the earth i really believe women outnumbering men three to one is really about the abundance of the of feminine energy and how feminine energy sometimes okay let me rephrase this or let me uh frame this first equal inequality has to do with balance it doesn't have to do with quantity of one thing over another or power of one thing over another or what we deem as importance of one thing over another equality has to do with balance and sometimes three of one thing and one of another balances each other out so um you can have five million feathers and one weight of i don't know how how many pounds five million feathers would be but if you if you look at five million feathers and the in the quantity and the mass of, of five million feathers surely you would say the five million feathers is bigger or more important or greater than the iron weight but that's not true they balance each other out and so i really believe that the the abundance of women, women over men is really talking about feminine energy is being demonstrated there. Feminine energy being a dominant force in the energetic fields. And masculine energy is a smaller portion of the energetic field. Not less important, not any less or, or greater than, 
but feminine energy is the abundant energy that's in the universe and masculine energy is a very small portion of total energy um be it represented in the way that atoms function things on the cellular level the unseen level the microscopic level function all the way to the characteristics of things that are humongous and big that we can see and that we can examine in nature down to how human beings interact and the influence uh, that the sexes and gender gender have on each other um i think that that's really more so what's being represented by women outnumbering men three to one and so (laughs) thinking about it from that perspective um really helps you understand that feminine energy being the dominant energy of the primary energy that's even in the universe it lets you know how much potential there is for women returning to true feminine power to reach um to shift the the imbalance that's there there's an imbalance in the world there's an imbalance in our communities and imbalance in our families um and it's represented by chaos and disorganization and disease Anytime you have an imbalance, even in your body, it creates disease in your body. It creates illness in your body. It creates discomfort in your body. It creates chaos in the body. And the same thing happens externally as well. So when there's an imbalance of energy and an imbalance of interaction and, and different elements, it creates disorganization and chaos and sickness and disease and illness and death in the outer world as well. Um, so this is what we're really seeing in our communities and in our families and in society and in the world and in the governments in general is just an imbalance, um, and thinking and perspective in input and representation in energy. And this is really the divine shift. What the divine shift is about is recreating balance and bringing things back into balance and a huge part of that is women truly beginning to embrace understand learn study femininity and feminine essence and what it really means to be a woman on this planet on planet earth Um, what it means to be a woman energetically as well Um, energetically speaking but particularly what it means to be represented as a woman in this field in this energy field in this realm that we call earth and so this has been a great discussion this is well not discussion but a great talk i hope it's provoked some thought um we're gonna be continuing in the same vein for the next um episodes that i can foresee because really this is what has been um really prevalent and i feel like this conversation is one that needs to um be had across more platforms a lot of people are afraid to touch it because i feel like people want to hear what's politically correct and they want to use like the 
the politically correct verbiage and all this kind of stuff instead of getting to the real and to the nitty-gritty and to things that are real to humans and not inside of these different um arenas of you know social and um political and financial power but really getting down to the essence of what it means to be human and what it means for human beings to have the right to live authentically and be happy and healthy and whole outside of all of these constructs and systems that have been created by man um a lot of them by masculine thought and definitely by white males particularly the current um structures that we see it's like coming out of that mindset and beginning to understand what it really means to be true to yourself as a human outside of these labels and what's politically correct and what's social media or the government or the powers that be that have so-called the ability to shut you down what they think or say but really being authentic and having real conversations and this is what this platform is for real 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 true authentic conversations and so we're going to be continuing in this vein digging deeper um week after next um as we come back and we talk more about femininity um next week i'm really going to be talking about traits of femininity or not next week but week after next i'm going to be talking about traits of femininity and how they balance against masculine energy and masculine traits and um why sometimes we experience the imbalance in our bodies and our thinking when we don't operate as women from the feminine standpoint so this is a super interesting conversation i've been reading a lot about it understanding myself on a personal level as a woman and really embracing the feminine journey and as i like i said as i dig deeper i really want more women um to become involved in this conversation and you know share with each other and um, figure out ways that we can uplift each other and help each other and teach each other the things that we never got taught um growing up as women and um hopefully restore women of all ages um and all walks of life and all sectors and nationalities and races back to um a truly feminine life and feminine journey so i hope this conversation enriched you until next time i'm camille love and peace